Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> This podcaster named Sean Allen. ASAP, another Sean Allen podcast. ASAP, another uh, Sean Allen podcast. ASAP, if you're new here, follow wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm the other Sean Allen with Make It Make Sense. Mr. 100K views every time he drops a video. <laughs> 200,000 200, in 13 days. Now nah, you doing numbers. I, t- I, I mean, you're doing numbers. Well, thank you. What's what's the sauce to your YouTube formula? Um, I don't know that I have a sauce. I just, I try to be myself and I overthink things. So it just happened to work out well for YouTube. <laughs> that's, that's a, that's a hard, that's probably the hardest, especially now it's probably the hardest platform to like crack like YouTube, you know what I mean? And how long you been on the YouTube thing? What, like close to two years? That's that. So you're a new YouTuber because there's people that's been around for, you know, since an inception. And for you to be, you know, new on YouTube and 70,000 subscribers, you know, 100,000, at least 100,000 views each video. That is a hard thing to to accomplish in like today's climate where everybody can make YouTube videos and everybody think they have a platform and a content creator. So maybe you should like have one of those brunches, those empowerment brunches where people pay like $300 and you could like give them like a PDF of like how to do YouTube or even though there's no secret sauce, I feel like that's what people do. People who find success in like obscure places They'll like start like keynotes and like empowerment brunches and shit. Even though it's fake and it's a scam, they still make the money <laughs> off of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I have a channel I just haven't it. launched. I have a channel. I just haven't launched it where I'm gonna give out free YouTube tips. Oh, you, I just you have charge like, people. Yeah, a, a really large content creator told me I should. I'm just not there yet. And I get so many people who ask questions. Technically, what right. I did was just apply like my normal corporate business acumen to youtube and you know even though it's right. worlds away there are certain principles <laughs> and practices that are similar but it works man it works what do you talk about on your channel like what's your elevator pitch of make it make sense i would say pop culture is like my bread and butter 
for YouTube, but I have a different spin. Like today I talked about um, T.I. and Tiny Son being on Funny Marco and saying, you know, that he lived with his grandparents, not T.I. and Tiny. But my spin on it was we got to dig a little deeper. Right. He's 18 year old. He is, you know, making mistakes like 18 year olds do. He's in the public eye. But now I'm right. seeing a kid who maybe did want to be in the household and maybe T.I. and Tiny really needed to have him be someplace where he could be stable. So the salacious headline is the family hustle was fake. But when you, you know, pull back the layers, you have a kid who's probably saying that he wants a different type of relationship with his parents. And his parents probably gave him the best they had because T.I. was in a lot of trouble right before the family hustle. So maybe they right. couldn't give him what the grandmother could give him. So that's my my take on things. I usually go a little deeper. Let's actually dive into that. Why do you think, because that's a, that's a kid that be acting out, right? He's had a, a brush with the law. He's had a couple things that um, wow. I didn't agree with. Mm -hmm. So do you think that that is because of feeling like an outcast or like some type of neglect and he's acting out? Because that, that's how he gets attention and response from people and his mother and father. Because why did he live in, with his grandmother in the first place? They have like 10 kids, but he was the only one that lived with the grandma? We don't know that. What we do know is he chose to put it out on the podcast that after it filmed, he was back to living with his grandparents. So he was there for filming wow. and then back. We don't know that. But what I can tell you from somebody who did not have my parents in my life in the way that they should have been or even in my life in general, in some situations, um, right. that sticks with you as an adult. So who knows right. why he's acting out? But he's 18, and I don't think people give enough grace. And to be honest with you, you know, I don't necessarily like the way that I look. Didn't want to do my YouTube right. channel because of it. Here you have a right. kid who's been, they've talked about his look since he was very young. <laughs> they did. Sim similar to his mother. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it has to be it has to be hard. Now you got right. T.I. as your dad, technically now considered Mr. Perfect. Your mom, you know, all of Escape got talked about. Now you're getting talked about. Right. I think that that all plays a role. And that's why I choose to give him a little bit more grace. Right. Right. I think that T.I. and Tiny is definitely going to have something to say about this and respond. And they're going to have to. And I think T.I. is going to say some things that is going to have us question the whole infrastructure of, you know, what was going on in that house and why was he living with the grandmother in the first place and, you know, why this child feels, you know, neglected. Because, again, they have a bunch of kids and... It kind of it kind of makes me think like did any of the kids live at the house or was it just him? I we don't know. I mean, I went back and I watched the clip. Marco didn't really get him to dive deep, but in that aspect, but what Marco did right. do that I don't think the average person is going to see is Marco tried to relate to him on a human level. Cuz right now you have a kid right. who's acting out, who's rich and everybody just thinks he's bratty. But in the grand scheme of things, Marco, who has, he has scarring on his face. 
he told him, you know, you can't really worry about what people say. People could say that I look like Candyman. And King's response to him was, oh, no, you don't look like Candyman because, you know, Candyman would have filled out the suit you're in. He did not really have a point of reference to what he was saying. Oh. Marco was going deep with him and saying, you know, I have a scar face. If you remember Candyman, the images are bees all over his face. So it wasn't because right. of his size. It was because of the scarring on his face. So, you know, kudos to him for taking a young man, making the video funny, but allowing, you know, it gave us an insight into how King thinks or things that King might need to talk to his parents about on a real level. Right, right, right. They tried so hard to you know, paint this image of T.I. being this, this, he may be an amazing father, but, you know, they sold the family image to us. So it's kind of catching everybody, including myself, off guard to find out that the most visible child of between him and Tiny wasn't, in fact, in the home at all. Another thing that is making waves online everywhere, this Drake dropped on Friday. and. Joe Budden had a lot to say. Let's actually, did you listen to the Drake album? Uh, I listened to like one or two songs. <laughs> Why only one, two songs? Uh, I mean, I'm a Drake fan, but I'm not like a Drake super fan. So you might be but surprised. You, mm -hmm. But you were, like, we were all like Drake fans. We followed Drake years ago. And it kind of became the same thing over the past five years. Wouldn't you agree? Do I think he's grown as an artist? I mean, I'm not listening to Drake for a Lauryn Hill <laughs> miseducation right. album. I think he's a commercial rapper. So, you know, no, I don't, I don't really think that I'm listening to Drake for you know some jasmine sullivan type reality right <laughs> so no i don't necessarily think he's grown but i don't know at that level if you have to if it sells it sells on one of the blogs i left a comment it was in response to drake saying he's retiring from music or he's taking a break from music and my comment to it was good he's been making the same five six songs for over 10 years it's great music but it's the same shit He's almost 40 years old. That that was my response, and I'm still getting likes and all types of comments in response to that. I think Drake's audience is his his initial audience probably have outgrown him because he is making the same music. It's well, great music. Okay. Album is a 10 out of 10, but it's he's not acquiring new listeners. Let's break you know. that down. Because you put a comment on the fact that people read the initial headline on whatever blog it was and right. then went through the comments to see what they like means that he's still viable. You can look at right. it like people are agreeing with you or you could look at it like he's still viable enough to not only pull people who love him, pull people who hate him, pull people who could care less about him, but still want to comment on him. So right. you could look at it a lot of Engagement. different ways. Exactly. Engagement. But I do. I don't you want know. more Listen, from him. You want yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I want more from him. I want um, or I don't even know if I want more from him. I just want him to stop. And I want people to stop having the argument that he is 
the greatest of all time. Or you know, I, I don't because here's the thing: I he's grew in that up. List. And, you can hate it, but he's in the list. Yeah, 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 definitely. But like <laughs> you know, we're, we're 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 the same age. We came up around Tupac, Biggie, Kim, Missy Elliott, Rakim, Jay Z, Nas. So like when you listen to that, and that is not an era of music. That is like a lifespan of hip hop that we came up on. You know, these people, Missy Elliott came after Kim, you know, Jay-Z and Nas was doing it way before Missy Elliott, you know, so like Busta Rhymes. So it's like what I'm saying is like there was just a freshness and a newness to these people every time they dropped a project. You know, Jay-Z, every time Jay-Z dropped a project, it was just a newness to it, right? You know, Missy Elliott came on the tail end of Peak Lil' Kim, but we know how innovative she was. It was just a newness every time. Okay. Busta Rhymes. Let me stop Nas. you really, really quickly. Okay. Let me stop you really, really quickly. Okay. Drake is not going to have the same experience as Jay-Z who was selling drugs. He was not on the block at the inception. He was on Degrassi. So in some expectations, I mean, in some people's expectations, you're never going to get from Drake what we got from Jay-Z because the life experience is not there. Okay. 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 Kanye West. Kanye West wasn't selling drugs, but when Kanye West was on college he, dropout, he died. I, that's a big thing. That's, a, that's something okay. that could change okay. his life. He's a little, right. he's a little imbalanced. Cause I don't want to diagnose anybody, but he's a little, right. there's some quirks there that Drake doesn't have. His life has been, I mean, we he could talk about his dad, which he has, but he's it's right. just not there. So you think that the the reason why Drake's music hasn't evolved is because he hasn't had the life experience? I think that's a, I think that's safe to say. In addition, you kind of have to change with the times, right? So in the seventies, right. you had one album that would last you forty weeks. And by uh, album, I mean life. a song, a song right, to yeah. get you forty weeks. Yeah. And those you were gonna get the same spins on every radio station every day because people weren't producing right. music at that rate. Then eighties came around, things got a little bit faster, genres switched up. But then by the nineties, and hip hop came in. Now, technically, you have all of these new artists, artists in this new genre. And they're popping up more and more. So now you have more and more superstars. By the time of Napster, MP3s, streaming now, I could become a rapper. All I got to do is go in the closet, uh, (laughs) get a little setup, and it's good to go. Yeah. I call them like uh, popcorn celebrities because they're all in the same bag. They all pop out. You can be a TikTok star with one song. You're going to get a record deal. But that does not mean that you're going to have longevity. Now the Drakes, the Madonnas, the Beyonce's, they have to compete with the fact that now everybody is a celebrity. And songs last two to three weeks before people are tired of it and they've moved on to the next person, the next Sexy Red, the next Glorilla, the next whoever bubblegum pop rapper you have next and i didn't just mean to list women but you know what i mean sexy red came to mind because she's the newest one that i think of like that glorilla the same thing she became famous off one song so it sounds like you're saying though the quality of music even the quality of music that drake 
releases is is not there because he has to put it out so fast so much to kind of stay in rotation and com- compete with these newer so okay so that's going back wrong to with that sean i mean and you know, for the audience for the listening audience they don't do it though Beyonce don't do it. Madonna don't do it. Jay don't do it. Beyonce started. Be okay. So the oh, okay, gold that's not that's not Rihanna. The gold standard is Rihanna. Rihanna put out an album out every year. Every year, and it did yeah. not have to be deep songs. Rihanna and Drake are very similar in the sense that they put out consistent music, and that's what kept them on top. If you look at the top selling female artists now. Every year, Rihanna still makes that list in streams, right along with Taylor Swift, Beyonce, Nicki Minaj, and she's not put out a project out for like six or seven years. There's a right. formula. Do I think he's grown? No. Do I think that he has mastered the current formula? Yes. And so has Rihanna. But people don't come at so her like that. Rihanna had a sound, though. Nicole Scherzinger released that song called Right There. I don't know if you remember that song. And we heard the song and we said that this sounds like a Rihanna song. Selena Gomez, Come and Get It, released the song, her breakout hit as a solo artist. We heard that song and we said, that sounds like a Rihanna song. Rihanna had a sound though. She was putting out music left and right, an album a year. So I think there was a time where she even released two albums the same year, but she had a sound. There was a sound attached to it. Am I lying? Even, even that, even what you just said, it's a you just even the Selena Gomez song, it's sexual. Like she I think that we are extremely hard on Drake for doing the same thing that I feel like Rihanna did. And they both did it extremely well and they have stayed at the top of their game and outlasted so many other artists. And then too- Are we hard on the Migos? They were the biggest thing smoking for a hot minute, but were we hard on them? see where they are now. (laughs) But Drake isn't. Right. I don't think Drake has a sound. Um, I think Drake has built a career off of, you know, the the quantity and not quality. And Drake does a great job. As I said on my first listen, Drake does a great job at hopping on the wave of the the, the new artists, like the sexy red thing, the Glorilla thing, the City Girl thing he was on, the Yachty thing he was on, you know, the Dirk thing he was on. Every new hot artist, Drake will attach himself to that artist and ride the wave and, you know, rinse and repeat it again. So Sexy Red is the thing now. He got a song with Sexy Red on his album. The next new girl that come out or the next new nigga that come out that makes some noise, Drake is going to attach himself to it. He's going to give them a feature or he's going to put them on his album. And, you know, nobody's going to deny a Drake feature. He unfortunately or fortunately whoever you ask is the biggest artist in the game great example of the decade look at kendrick lamar though kendrick lamar don't have to do that and kendrick lamar does numbers every time he come out he does numbers kendrick lamar got what three out four albums out probably not even that he got uh 
I, I'm having a brain fart. Kendrick Lamar has, I'm going to say he has four albums. Kendrick Lamar don't drop like that. Kendrick Lamar don't hop on features like that. And he still maintains his relevancy because of the, the quality the of music. The quality he's of the music. He's the exception, not the rule. I, I'm not saying that, you know, I would probably say Kendrick Lamar is more of a Eminem type rapper, right? Um, right. Somebody okay. who, you know, has their own shit. I'm hot guard. Yeah. Um, yeah. Goes deep with it, has life experiences that they can touch on. I mean, you can, you know, let's say we compared Lauren Hill to Rihanna, the miseducation of Lauren Hill to Rihanna. They like Rihanna's my favorite art. I mean, I love Rihanna, but she doesn't have to go that deep. She is more of a commercial well, yeah. artist. And I, I don't fault these people for that. You know what I mean? Right. I, I just, you know, I'm a, I'm a student of hip hop, of music, just like you are. You know, we, we are the generation that came up on rap music when before us hip hop and rap and the culture was new when we you know our age group it was Mind like an established it was ours you know what i mean it was ours they were those rappers were older than us but that is something that was just always there coming up so to see that the biggest artist in hip hop now is a person who doesn't quite care about the quality of music they put out and it's more so about the quantity it's it, it, it is personal to me you know what i mean and um i think that that is warping people's perception of what the culture is and what it's supposed to be in the art form it's cheapening the art form you know what i mean and i'm putting too much well, on drake yeah i was gonna say the art form is gone anytime you got yeah. my booty hole brown and my coochie pink <laughs> or whatever that is and that's you know a hit single that i feel like this as somebody who Biggie will and forever always be my favorite rapper, I right. was way too young knowing what the 10 crack commandments were and the rules right. to engagement. I mean, if we're really going to get into it, I probably should never have read Confessions of a Video Vixen because that taught me between Biggie and Superhead, I learned a lot about life. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, we are faulting Drake for doing the same thing that for doing the 180 degree spin on what Nicki Minaj did. We fault Nicki Minaj for not embracing new female artists, but we're now condemning Drake for embracing new up and coming artists. So which one is it? Are we ever happy? That's true too. Um, you know, I just want the, I feel like, I feel like people are not, I just hate to see something that 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 raised us kind of just dissolve. It's cheapened. And you're never yeah, gonna I, get. You're never gonna get. I almost it. feel like this about all. But I feel like I feel like black media, black art in general, these past few years have taken a huge hit from the film to the television to 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 the music, low entry level. Um, you know, people don't have talent. They are, they're calling themselves rappers, you know, um, even the remake, they remade house party. I just feel like black media in general has taken a hit because it's about quantity and it's not about quality. Um, There's no just fix across to that, the board. Though. 
This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. I, I can understand your disappointment, but there's not a fix. Like I'm a, I'm a very literal person. So I hear right. you say that, but it won't change because think about this. Did you ever think that the movie industry would be, you know, potentially <laughs> going under? No, we never thought right. that blockbuster, the Hollywood videos would be gone. They're gone. And now right. you don't even potentially have the AMCs and all these movie theaters because Things have shifted. Now I could go record a movie on my phone and yeah, put it out and numbers. on Tubi or whatever else that, you know, I get what you're saying, but we're not right. going to have, there's not going to be another Missy Elliott. You know, people said, people made the comparison to Lizzo and those people were damn near hung from a cross. Do you, <laughs> do you, do you remember when I was Day one, Missy Elliott. I liked Miss mm-hmm. I, I liked Missy Elliott since she was with sister. Like my sister was a big Jodeci fan, so I was just tapped in from the beginning. Um, Aaliyah, all that shit. I was all about remember? that little crew. Genuine. Nobody, Aaliyah. nobody liked that shit. Remember, people used to clown Missy. Remember that? They clown Missy. They clown Timbaland. They especially clown Magoo and his lyrics and stuff like that. But they were yeah. original. You know, I loved it. I loved all of them. And I feel like recently Missy Elliott's been getting her flowers. But I'm like, where were you guys when she was actually in the paint? Like, you know. Missy Elliott was the number one female selling rapping, female rapper uh, 
running. So she was getting her flowers in the form of money. Respect. Right. People aren't as horrible as it sounds, as horrible as it sounds to say. A lot of people did not look at her in the same way because she was plus size because, you know, you know, sexually and right, right, right. whatever, um, you know, they weren't going to give her the same amount of fanfare that they gave little Kim. However, they gave it to her in the, in sales. You could say what right. you want about okay. her. They bought, I bought, I purchased, but, yeah. you know, it, there's going to be 10 little Kims to everyone, Missy, just because people, the first thing they want you to do is look like Beyonce. They want you right. to look like little Kim in 99 after she had the surgeries. They want that kind of stuff. Hot Boys 2 is still the longest running rap song of all time. Number one rap song of all time. It was number really? one for 19 weeks on a hip hop chart. So the hip hop rap charts, not Billboard 100. It's still the I longest running rap song. Um, that was on Billboard 100, but I don't think that topped the rap charts. Like the, gotcha. you know, the. Yeah, but um, I just hate seeing something that we were raised on, like, take a hit. I'm sure your dad and mom said the same thing, though, when they're like, you'll never understood what it meant to, you know, go to a disco in the 70s or whatever and right. have, like, you know, uh, uh, Tina Turner be like somebody you look up to because those people wanted to exude class and sophistication that they didn't right. necessarily initially have. Those were learned behaviors, but we're in a different, we're in a different era. Now right. that isn't necessary. Right. Man, I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. We don't I have any movie stars anymore. Mm -mm. There's no movie stars, you know, technically and there's Beyonce's are few and far between. Like yeah. there's very rarely ever anybody who reaches the pinnacle of celebrity that a Beyonce or Madonna or, you know, even a Jay-Z or a Kanye have. They're few and far between because now, if you'll notice the Kanye's, the Beyonce's, they don't even go to the award shows. At that right. level, they don't even do it. <laughs> Why would I want to sit there and be next right. to the, the sexy reds? And no shade to sexy red. No, no, like no. That I, she's not my. I mean, <laughs> I I grew up again. I grew up too fast. Superhead was you know on my list. Kaya was on my list. So it's not like I I've seen this before. The difference right. is porn rap is now acceptable. That's the difference. They right. the Brian Pumpers they tried this in the two thousands. Um, it just Heather, wasn't. Heather, uh, Heather Hunter, remember she tried to mm -hmm. rap? Yeah, they all tried it, but it wasn't acceptable. Now we're in a world where OnlyFans is no longer porn. OnlyFans is just right. what people consider a come up. Content so, creators. Yeah. So if we if we reshape the way that people view porn and sex, then this is what you get. You get a space where um the uncut posted this is a little off topic, but the uncut. Uh, posted a video of two people getting it on on a balcony. It was like just some head. And a mom comes out and says, my children can see you. And, you know, the content creators, you know, go inside their balcony. But it was like one of these high rises where the balconies are like glass. You could clearly see what was right. going on. And right. 
I'm looking through the comments thinking that everybody is going to um, really be siding with the mom. They told her, take your children in the house. <laughs> uh, you probably just trying to look. You mad because you can't get any. The dude who, you know, takes care of me at the dealership was like, my son was up at 3 a.m. And uh, we couldn't find him. He had his dad's phone at 3 a.m. doing stuff on the phone. He's, wow. He's three years old. It's wow. never going to change. This is the future. Right. We don't have books anymore. We have classrooms. There's books, books. There's books but niggas don't read. Niggas don't We're research. We're not forced they... to read either. Why would right. you when everything is at the... You can AI can write your papers for you. They read... The, people read the headline and respond to the headline when we see these posts on these websites and on these blogs. And like, you got to actually read the content, <laughs> the, the article, but you I'm know, that too. Yeah. But I think that we, again, we had to read, right. We had to read to finish school, to finish college. We had to open books. So I'll give, you know, our generation a little grace. You know what I mean? We actually had to do the work, but I think these people that are younger than us are, just now sound old. I was about to say, go. What were you saying, Joe Budden? Go I know, huh? <laughs> I know, right? Uninspired. Mm -hmm. Y'all do sound low effort. There's no new, exciting, creative energy on the way. All of y'all sound like y'all trying to sound like Someone the else. artists that you like a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. None of y'all seem to be trying to innovate. I missed the Drake that when he dropped, the rappers hit him. Not these little fucking kids. I don't give a fuck about you and Kai Sinat. That's going to sound like hate. It is. It's not hate. It's not hate. It is. It's not hate. Go find some niggas your fucking age. Hang out with them. Get some of that sauce. That's Where is the verse that Yachty said is arguably one of the best verses Drake has ever written? It's nowhere on this project. No. His top 10, he 20, 30, the 40, verse on his project. top 50 verses are not on this project. And that's where I recognize I have to let go of, I have to let go of, of Drake. I have to let go. The Drake that I love was the best hook creator, maker, loner outer of in the world. When is the last, mem is the last memorable hook you've heard? I, know. I haven't heard a dominant hook from Drake in a long time. That's a good point. So now you couple that with he don't he don't rap the way that he stay scheming, take care. This is like Yachty rapping. This is like he rapping for the children. And that's my, yo, dog, I had to look up how old this nigga was when I finished listening to the album. Mm -hmm. You are 36. Your birthday oh. is in 20 days. I Googled that too. You are <laughs> 37 years old. Get the fuck away from some of these younger niggas and stop fucking these 25-year-olds. I want to hear adult Drake rapping for Flag adult people. Flag on the people. play. Flag on the no, play. That's that. my issue what you, with what you him. You don't want to talk about who Joe Budden is and does and what he allegedly did. Uh, what did they say? You're kick the baby out of the baby out the womb. Okay, so so Joe Budden is from a generation when you were allowed to beat women. And oh, that, um, oh. <laughs> 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 but 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 to what he was saying when we we're back on Drake. Uh, Joe Budden is not everything he said in that clip was a hundred percent true. Everything he said, 
You know what I mean? And Drake responded to it. Drake's response was, Joe Budden, you felt that music. You left it behind to do what you're doing in this clip because this is what actually pays bills. For any artist watching this, just remember, you are watching a failure give their opinion on his ideals of a recipe for success. A quitter give their opinion on how to achieve longevity. You switch careers because the things that pop into your brain had you broke living check to check. <laughs> I love the way he spells check. C-H-E-Q-U-E. That's like very like fancy French. in French, right? It's French. Is that how you really spell it in French? Yeah. Okay. And the raps you write had 450 oh, minutes showing up to your really film. mad because he didn't do the Americanized <laughs> version, y'all. He was feeling real <laughs> sassy. But anyway, <laughs> I'm not going to read this whole thing because it's pretty long. But, you know, I don't think Joe Budden failed at rap. I think that Joe Budden wasn't playing the game and the bullshit that Drake has played into. I think Joe Budden, when he was rapping, when he was making music, he was a real lyricist. And he was creative and he was going against the grain because he didn't play the game of the labels, you, on, you, you know. You didn't want to play the game, but you ended up on Love and Hip Hop. We got to call a thing a thing. Oh, wow. Okay. So you got me on that one. <laughs> Look, yeah. I, I'm not disagreeing with what Joe Budden had to say. If you, you know, have faith in artists and he's giving commentary, which I think he's free right. to do. What Drake has to learn is you can't control the narrative all the time. People are going right. to have their opinions. So you can be mad at Charlemagne. You can be mad. You can call them haters. I like this little sassy comeback. You know, maybe one day he'll be on the Housewives. But in the grand scheme, he's not wrong what he said about Joe Budden. You might, you might think that Drake is a sellout. People might have thought that Madonna was a sellout. But there's a reason that she stayed on the charts from the 80s till the 2010s. It's because she always came out and embraced new artists and she changed with the times. Uh, could Joe Budden make a pump? Okay, up Drake, is not no. Drake is not changing with the times. Well, Madonna changed as the as the children changed, right? Like, right. I mean, you know, technically Madonna does go deep and stuff like that, but she's still technically a right. commercial artist. But there's a reason that she still was 80s, 90s, 2000s, all the way up to the 2010s. And there's a reason that she could still tour today and make probably just under what Taylor Swift or Beyonce are making. She is right, right, right. Be, uh, we're talking about Drake, but Nicki Minaj stays at the same level like the stuff that nikki says sometimes i don't understand what she's saying she's choosing to learn all of the newest vernacular and whatever of the 18 19 20 year olds of the tiktok stars and she's in her 40s right yeah but i so here's the thing with nikki minaj though um i think that nikki minaj she those singles that she put out like the super freaky girl that's that's a dumb song right i liked it i enjoyed the song a lot it was a pop song. It did its numbers. It did what it was supposed to do. A lot of people hated it, but, you know, it still did its numbers. It still went number one. I enjoyed the song. But you go to Nicki's album, you listen to, like, Champion, Bees in a Trap, you know, Monster. She could fucking really, 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 really rap her fucking ass off. You know? Uh, and the then she can play around in a pop lane. So it's like, you know, Nicki is, Nicki gives us that substance. Maybe the singles be the little pop singles or whatever to get you in. But when you bust open those albums, she is giving you substance and bars. 
Drake is not doing that anymore. Or or Drake has not evolved in his ability to 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 give the bars. You see what I'm saying? Um, I'm not. But, I'm not- I'm not negating Nicki Minaj is one of the greatest of all times. I'm just saying if I'm just going based on what you said or what <laughs> Joe Budden said about him, you know, right. still choosing to do these, you know, bubblegum young stuff. But Nicki does the same thing. If you've ever listened to Queen Radio, he's like, a girl. <laughs> I'm just saying when I I attribute Nicki Minaj's career and Drake's career for some reason, I always have them in the same box. I don't know if it's the Young Money. Yeah, thing, they, 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 yeah, they do. They, they came in. Nikki. They did change the sound, right? Right. They did. And I'm gonna agree with you. What Nikki do? Nikki does the same thing Drake do. She will hop on the the wave of the hottest man rapper male. or man. Male. Correct. Correct. Male rapper. Yeah, she definitely and Drake does the same thing with anyone who's hot at the time. I, yeah, I definitely see that. I mean, they're both young money, cash money. You know what I mean? They're both on the same label. So, you know, maybe Birdman is back there pulling strings and got the formula on a PDF file. And he passed it. It was actually, Nikki. it was Wayne. Wayne's formula. I mean, you're a music oh, wow. so you know this. Wayne's formula, yeah. you know, Little Wayne was not, he was out at the times of the Jay-Z's, the T.I.'s, but what he did to separate himself from the Birdman's and everybody else was he got on every single track for every artist possible for a year. I think, I, I think somebody could correct me if I'm wrong, but it was like over 200 features in one year. And that wow. catapulted him to mega stardom. Right. Right, um, right. So if you come up underneath that, and you see that Lil Wayne was arguably the biggest. I mean, he, you know, we still have the Jay Z's right. and the Kanye's and stuff like that. But Lil right, Wayne right, right. was and is still a megastar based on what he chose to do. And Nicki Minaj and Drake came under his tutelage. So why wouldn't they follow in that? That's he true. jumped on every feature possible for a year. And then the next, I think maybe like a year after that is when we got the Carter, which is arguably right. like one of the best rap albums I've heard. Right. Unpopular opinion. Lil Wayne is not all that either. Him now, it's a lot of like sexual rap, but you know, um, it was com- like the Carter was commercial and deep. I remember one song, it was where he was kind of just, it, it just felt like an introspective. I can't think of the song, but um, I'm going to look it up while we're, while we are here. Right. But he goes deep. I mean, again, I just, I just hate that the the stewards of hip hop is people who don't care about the quality of the music they put out. Do you know who Rai Rai is? Yeah. Okay, so I'll probably gonna be interviewing. She's from Baltimore, right? And she said Drake took her vocals again on her song, mm, and didn't give her and like she- credit. Yeah, and she has a song with Pharrell. And I remember she was really, really colorful. So when I think of Rai Rai, I think of um, Rico Nasty. I think of... Um, I, like I feel like I think of... Like, inventive. But people don't know her. So because people don't know her, it's like she doesn't exist. 
right? Right. You can be as innovative as you want, but if people aren't buying the product or buying what you your package, it's like you don't exist. So I want to take that back. I said there are no Missy Elliott's. There'll never be another Sade. There are artists. There's this lady. Um, I was just listening to her the other day because I went to a Tamika Scott concert and she opened up for her. And everybody in the audience was like, who is this girl? The raspy right. texture of her voice, it, it gave like hints of um, um, the miseducation of Lauren Hill. But if people don't listen, you won't know. Tell our listeners where they could find you on social media. I am Make It Make Sense now on Instagram, on YouTube. I'm Make It Make Sense. That's where you can see me be ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> the person who, you know, was raised on the Ten Crack Commandments and Confessions of a Video Vixen. So that spans who I am as a person. <laughs> All that will be located in the description of this episode. Again, follow Make It Make Sense ASAP. I am the other Sean Allen on every social media platform. Thank you for tapping in. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.